Hello in TV land. I'm Hayden Kincaid. I'm Sebastian Rickoff. And my name is Rowan Wood. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Across the Stars, where, if it's Star Wars, we, we cover, cover it. it. That was yeah. not, I, I hesitated a minute too long. But, um, no pausing, Sebastian. We, before, we, before we talk about the Book of Boba Fett, uh, Which... the, the season one finale, Sebastian has some news to share, and he claims it's Star Wars related. I, do. I don't know what I he's going to say. I got two decent... My internet connection is a little shoddy, but um, maybe I should join on my phone. How dare um, you say that about your internet connection? It has feeling <laughs> too. Anyway. Anyway, so I, I hope I don't cut out again, but um, my two pieces of news are, I, I already told Hayden the first one, um, during the Winter Olympics, I like to stay up late, watch the figure skating, because the figure skating is like the best fucking thing you'll ever see. Um, <laughs> And there was this one figure skater, and I just thought this was a really cool thing I should mention. Um, there was this one figure skater dressed in Anakin's um, Jedi outfit, uh, and he was figure skating to a mashup of like all these different soundtracks from <laughs> different movies, from Duel of the Fates to Imperial March. Um, and I just thought I thought that was like the coolest thing. So, and That's it's related awesome. to the Olympics going on. I'm a big a Winter Olympics guy. So I figured I'd mention that. And then the second one is just uh, Force Unleashed is coming to Nintendo Switch on April 20th, which is a little bit less exciting. But I mean, unless you haven't played Force no. Unleashed, in which case it's a very exciting thing. But Yeah, Sebastian, your internet is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm going to try my uh, phone, see if that's any better. Take over for me. I should also mention that uh, the Disney Plus series, the, the miniseries, Obi-Wan Kenobi, is officially premiering um, on May 25th, the 45th anniversary of Star Wars oh, Episode Four: A New Hope. Uh, so that will be with us in just a little over March, April, May, just a little over three months. So I, I personally am ridiculously excited for that. Um, but uh, yeah. I I saw they 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 put the poster on um, Twitter, and I saw someone because the poster is Obi Wan on Tatooine, and and someone uh, and, and someone quoted the tweet and said, uh, "The Tatooine expanded universe continues," and I just thought that that was particularly hilarious. Um, but uh, regardless, so uh, yeah, so today we are going to uh, break down the episode six and seven, the finale episodes of the Book of Boba Fett, season one. Um, yeah, uh, episode six, at least, was huge if you're a Star Wars fan. Uh, kind of blew my mind a little bit, uh, even in the first few minutes. Um, Hayden, we'll start off with you. What, is your initial re- what was your initial reaction, I suppose, to oh. Boba Fett episode six? So I'm, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, uh, I, was a little, I was a little let down. Not gonna lie. Uh, after after episode five, which was the Mandalorian season three episode one, <laughs> I was hoping we'd at least get back to, you know, seeing the character who's the show was named after, and uh, we really didn't. And so I, I was not too thrilled with that. But um, I, then of course that that was the episode where they revealed uh, Cad Bane, right? Mm-hmm. Where they had yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, at the very end. I um. I was I was a little put off by that too. Um, 
those those were the those were the big ones for me uh mm-hmm. uh seeing cad bane and seeing him be not so attractive in my opinion um <laughs> uh and just the general like my general feel of the episode i i don't know i felt like it was lacking for a second to last uh for a second to last episode in the entire season which like we're not getting a second season are we that we know Uh, yeah that we know Uh, um this is this is disney star wars you're you're practically guaranteed a second season yeah that's that's Uh, true that's true so yeah i I noticed on disney plus they didn't announce it as the series finale but instead as the season season finale finale, yeah that's a good point so um so I would say it's at very least a, a, a strong possibility. Um, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I, I do have to admit when I saw Cad Bane, I was uh, like, like, you know, you see him from afar and you're like, okay, he's got the classic, he's got the classic uh, fucking hat. He's got the, you got the coat to go with it. Like from afar, when he's walking up, I was like, oh shit, he's yeah. looking kind of damn fresh here. Um, and then you see under his hat, and I'm like, I am a little disappointed at the live action. I think um, I physically see, recoiled when I saw he, him. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have yeah. seen a lot about this online, and I understand where you guys are coming from. However, if we look oh. back to Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, in the mm. cantina scene, there are two Duros. Right. Which we see Duros in live action. And they look exactly like Cad Bane does here. No, they look nothing they do. like. They do. I, they, oh they my really God, do. I was livid about look that. Look it up. Because, <laughs> no, they don't have a chin, bro. Like the episode four Duros look nothing like Cad Bane. <laughs> I even made a side-by-side comparison. Their, their faces are different. They have like bigger noses. Their eyes are bigger and further apart. They they look like what Cad Bane looks like in the in the Clone Wars, and I was fine with that. I was, ugh. ooh, yeah. I for for me the the first thing I noticed was how small his head was. Yeah, but, that was to be fair. Know, his like, hat is probably covering up a lot. That's true. Uh, that was but the second the end- thing I noticed that his hat was for Cad Bane. That was a small ass hat, bro. Uh, I was not too concerned with that. But the two things, the two the two things I noticed were a that his head was like not like as tall as I feel it should have been. And even when you see him without the hat at the end of episode seven, I like I I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on the hat thing. But uh, you see it, you see him without that hat at the end. Um, and then also just the like he, he looks like he's just in a constant snarl yeah i i feel like, like they could have fixed him his, if they had just mouth, made him not be sneering every single word he said like his mouth his mouth looked so stiff to me oh um, it, it would have still been gross looking but it wouldn't have been so egregiously bad in my opinion if they had just made his mouth normal. It, rem- it reminded me of a show i actually saw a little bit earlier this year called resident alien where I the, fucking love Resident Alien, dude. It's, it's a funny show. Now. It's a funny show. Now, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the when I saw Cad Bane's mouth, that was the first thing I thought of was the alien from Resident Alien. Um, like they have the same exact like 
forced gritted teeth and constant sneering uh expression um so you know i was i'm i always like seeing ted Bane because i like i think i realized this the other day uh right before i watched episode seven that he is arguably my favorite character in the entire universe um which the only one who comes close is obi-wan fun fact um really yeah Mm. and han solo i think yeah so those are my top three. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I realized just I realized the other day just how much I actually do like Cat Bane. Um, and then I watched episode seven. I was a little sad. But uh, um, so yeah, I thought it like like I said, I, I got excited when I saw him from afar, and then <laughs> uh, I was curious to see what his role was going to be. Um in the last episode when I first saw him, but I, and I, I was even curious if he was going to play a role or whether he was just thrown in there, like mm-hmm. to As deliver like, the, me- to deliver know, a message. Fan and that's type the, thing. Yeah, exactly. Like that, you know, um, and that they weren't going to keep him around for the final episode, but boy, oh boy, was I wrong. Um, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on Ken Bain at the end of episode six. Uh, I'll let you speak now, Will. Uh, I loved episode six. Um, I think because I was viewing it as a as an episode of a Star Wars show, not necessarily as an episode of the Boba Fett show, which I feel mm-hmm. like that's how we're going to have to start seeing these things, especially because, you know, I, I feel like the Book of Boba Fett episodes five and six prove that, you know, they could go off on a sort of tangent like that at any point. And I think we should start, you know, and Book of Boba Fett is really sort of an offshoot of the Mandalorian, but for all rights and purposes, it is Mandalorian Mandalorian season two and a half. Um, Exactly. (laughs) And so I I think eventually this is not like the Marvel shows. I think we are going to have to start seeing um, these Star Wars shows as as much more interconnected than I think Mm -hmm. people are are seeing them now. Um, I I, think, you know, especially with... Mandalorian, we have Boba Fett, we are going to have Ahsoka, we were going to have Rangers of the New Republic, and they were all going to tie together very closely. And so I think that's probably where we're headed. I think, um, I, I forget which of you two, I know I definitely made the joke to one of you two, I forget which one, um, but when when episode five released, I was like, that was actually, like, it was a really, really good episode yeah, of The Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Aiden. I was like, I thought it was, like, I watched through it, and kind of like you were on, right? I didn't, I didn't really judge it too harshly, just because it was out of place, even though, like, you know, it is a little jarring, I think, especially, I think episode six a little more so, um, because it's, like, you know, at episode six, you're supposed to be at the climax of whatever is happening or building up to it so i think they're going off on a tangent is a little bit weirder than on episode five um not only that but it's also now two out of seven episodes as opposed to one out of seven episodes right but either way i did for the most part i would say that i enjoyed both episodes and you know if you're looking at this as a mandalorian season two and a half it works but if you're looking at it as like a separate show it kind of doesn't and it i don't know i think you mentioned this last time Rowan, that it's going to make these shows really weird for mm-hmm. 
rewatching things or for people who didn't watch them when they first came out. Uh, which, yeah, not, now it's going to be messy as hell because it's like, all right, so in order to understand the Book of Boba Fett, I need to I need to watch the first two seasons of, seasons of the Mandalorian. Right. But in order to watch season three of the Mandalorian, I have to watch the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the yeah. the lines are starting to blur on what counts as uh, its own show I, or not. I agree with you, Rowan, that that is something that we're gonna have to start doing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's a good precedent to set. I think just because that they're gonna do it and we're gonna watch it doesn't mean that it's it's like a it's a sm- I don't I don't know. It doesn't strike me as a good storytelling move to be selling us one show and suddenly go focus on a character unrelated to the plot building his fucking car um, on a desert for a whole ass episode. I, I that that just doesn't strike me as especially with one two episodes left in the show. Uh, a show of six episodes to devote seven. a third of it or seven episodes yeah to devote a third of it to to uh, a guy unrelated to the plot up until this point i think it just it's like Seba said it's a little jarring especially when you're that far along in the story already mm-hmm. um when you're so close to the end which is kind of i think why the, i struggled with it so much but I, I don't know. I just feel like it's not a great move. Just because they're going to do it doesn't mean that I have to like it. I think a better way to do this, like, you know, if I were in control of everything in a perfect world, um, would have <laughs> been to, to maybe release the two shows side by side right. or something and have alternate you know, have have the mandalorian you know like release at the same time as episode you know so Boba Fett would have been five episodes long instead of seven um have mandalorian re- episode one release uh along with episode three and then episode two of season three release with episode four but i don't know and so now it's weird because when we start mandalorian season three people who haven't seen the book of boba fett are going to be like what the fuck? Why is Baby Yoda back? Right. Um, I have I have responses so, to everything that you guys have said. Right, cool. I just if I, I just want jump in. I just yeah yeah. I just want to say one more quick right. thing, and yeah. then I will gladly let you. Um, and that's that. I think like I think that for me personally, I don't mind this as much as Hayden does, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like because I'm somebody watching like everything as it all comes out. But, you know, for for future generations and for people who just don't want to watch everything, it's not, it, it's going to start making things confusing, I guess, is what I'm trying to get to here. Mm-hmm. So, Sebastian, I, I think in a perfect world, your idea of releasing them side by side would be great because it would, you know, clear up all like, like all that confusion that you're talking yeah. about on a practical level. It, it would not work at all because these shows are yeah. so fucking expensive. Um, and uh, mm. right. Yeah. They're, they're getting made anyway, though. So I think like, it's true. It's true. Um, know, all you're changing is the release window. I think, yeah, I think that might be a tad bit 
like confusing as well, just because of the, you know, if, if they, um, if they, you know, sort of intermingle midway through, then for people who, who only watch the Mandalorian, that might be a little, that might be a little confusing, but whatever. Um, to, to go back a little bit, I think, um, Hayden, where this went wrong in terms of the fan reaction, why it's so divided, I think is because the, the whole Mandalorian divergence was a surprise. They did not tell mm. anyone, like they didn't release anything about it. And I think if this, if, if Star Wars and these Marvel things, if they weren't so um, dependent, like if, if, if the reveals and the story turns weren't so dependent on these characters from other projects coming in, the fan service, if it weren't so dependent on that, they would have told us. And I feel, I, I do think that that would have made something, I, I, I do believe that that would have lessened the harsh reaction a little bit. But also, um, this is really, the Mandalorian's whole storyline here with, with, especially with Grogu and with Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka appearing, it's, it's a course correction from the end of the Mandalorian to ensure that Grogu can be in season three. So it can basically- Because right, they need that baby Yoda <laughs> Exactly, so they can just pick it up <laughs> yeah. from the end of season two. But also um, the, um, I think with this happening, I don't, not to say that the future Star Wars shows are going to go this route, but I think this is basically them saying that anything could happen at any point. Any character could pop up. We could go down any story path that helps us get where we need to go. So just be prepared for that. That's what I got out of those two sort of yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even so much mind that mm -hmm. as long as it's pertinent to the story being told in the overarching narrative of the show. The Mandalorian building his spaceship on Tatooine really contributed nothing. It's for the Mandalorian and not for Book of Boba. Right, right. It had nothing to do with the overarching narrative of the show we were watching. Mm -hmm. So I, I wouldn't have necessarily minded the switch so much if they just had, if they had combined the last two episodes, like, or like the two episodes with the Mandalorian, I guess. If they had like cut out the entire shipbuilding part and just said, oh, he got a new ship he built one and it's cool now and i would have been fine with that and then if we they just go... yeah if they just have him get to tatooine and then in season right, three of get... the Mandalorian, he builds a ship. right build the ship in season three do the same thing do one of the flashbacks that they just did um show him like putting together the ship and then like gloss over Boba Fett to make sure everyone knows that he was in Boba Fett and how we got there and blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, people need things spoon fed to them now and then, then move on, move on from that. Like, I, don't, I just don't see why this had to be included in this specific show, which is so it's, it's so um, I guess it's almost unfulfillingly short uh, for a show and they were they were already working with a tough concept to begin with that i i i have a tough time seeing how the right move was to just focus on it it's it's not so much a divergence as it is just a completely unrelated plot point that has nothing no bearing on the situation at hand it has no no relation to the story it's just there it's just uh, half an hour of the Mando building a building a car. I kind of liked everything Mando was doing. It's just not 
relevant to Boba Fett. Exactly. That's mine. Right, right. I totally see your point and you are totally valid. I just liked watching it and I do believe that was why I enjoyed it. And I've said this before on this podcast and on some of my other ones, anything Star Wars, Marvel on Disney Plus, even if it's just subpar, I'm still going to love it because of the property, because of the brand. I don't know what it is about it. I, I'm, I don't know if that's something like, you should be admitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, obviously there are, Robert, there are, I love there are some exceptions. Triple um, Star Wars content. Okay. Hey, man, he said anything, all right? He said anything on Disney+. I'm going to hold... Right? Bro- you just wait. We tore the fucking uh, when I hacked Disney Christmas special a new one. All right, <laughs> undeservingly. <laughs> not gonna let Sorry, Ron. I watch this with. Yeah, yeah, Ro- Ro- keep going. I totally hide you off here. Sorry. Well, that was that was basically what what I was going to say. Anything on Disney Plus that they do, I would <laughs> I would watch um, just because it's 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 just you know the brand. They are completely relying on the connection we have to the material, and for me at least, definitely for me, it works, and I feel like it, it will continue to work unless it gets really uncharacteristically terrible, which I don't see it doing at least for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suck your own. Dick. <laughs> Hey, last. Um, but yeah, yeah. I just, I just gotta. Every now and then, I just gotta. gotta you had a last Jedi sized frog in your. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just every now and then, I just gotta. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the point is, whenever he smells bullshit, he just thinks of the last Jedi script. <laughs> he can't help it. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I do agree that it, it's definitely like, I don't know, I don't think that these shows would be seen as like half, half as good um, if they weren't attached to a pre-existing name that's this freaking massive. Um, but I, I do think that they should be able to stand on their own um, even for like you know like regardless of fan service and whatnot like that um and i was thinking about this the other day i was like star wars is a universe that's only really the side like as big as you want it to be Mm -hmm. if you want to only watch the movies you can do that and nothing's stopping you um and like you'll get it you know if you want to watch the clone wars you can just watch the clone wars Mm -hmm. if you want to watch rebels you can just watch rebels Right. I mean, obviously, they they allude and they connect to each other and Sebastian, all that. Sebastian, you you forgot one. If you want to watch Resistance, just watch Resistance. <laughs> no, no, Resistance. that's not Star Wars. That's not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to go through everything and name and name everything, but and uh, especially not Resistance. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I have chosen the size of the universe that I want it to be. And that does not include Resistance. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was thinking about, it, and that's kind of what is such a great thing about uh a series like this is that it's not like marvel where you know like everything is so intricately connected that to even remove like like there are probably like three or four that you could get rid of and like nothing would really change that much but whereas with star wars you could take out like a bunch of shit 
and you would still be able to enjoy like most of it like somebody can play fallen order without knowing much of star wars and be fine you know um and so like you know i i think that that's kind of neat um i forget how the fuck i started this but uh yeah where i first saw that going was um there's nothing wrong with that being said there's nothing wrong with fan service but the issue become the issue arises when when you rely on when you Thank rely you. That's, solely that's why on, i started yeah that's why i started this yeah so when, it's yeah yeah that's that was exactly my point so you know i do think that they are six that they are successful in part because they're attached to a big name like star wars otherwise they wouldn't get like as many reviews as they do you know like i don't know if i would be watching the mandalorian i might be interested in it i might check it out eventually but I wouldn't be watching it weekly when it comes out. Um, and so I think that that's part of why they're so successful. But I think that The Mandalorian on its own should be able to stand without fan service. And I think that most Star Wars oh, things not resistant um, are able to serve the universe of Star Wars. So, yeah, there's my, my little all right, yeah. you guys, you guys vamp for a second. I'm gonna be right back. Go on. All right, cool. Yeah. Da, um, da, da. All right. Um, so now like, be- actually now we have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> now begins the circle jerk where I agree with everything you said, and Rowan's not here to disagree <laughs> because uh, I, uh, yeah, no, you're totally Last right. Jedi no, is I, complete yeah, it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> screw the no, last no, Jedi. Anyway, screw anyway, resistance. What? Screw rebels. No, no. no what, I, what were you gonna say? I, uh, I I totally agree. I don't have an issue with fan service. Like if you wanna if you wanna add Cad Bane into another show, that's like cool. Dude, like, when I saw him in that's Bad Batch, awesome. I shit myself. You know, exactly. Like, that's that's awesome. But the the problem arises when those types of things become such a major a major part of it that that's what your quality relies on. The quality yeah. of your show relies on other people having seen enough of the Mandalorian to know what, who baby Yoda is, why he's important. And Mm -hmm. like, or yeah, just other examples of that, that I don't have off the top of my head right now, but I'm still upset about (laughs) for some reason. Yeah. But um, what was I going to say? There was like one more thing I want to say and I can't fucking remember it for the life of me. And I wish is I had Roland here to Jedi start conversation. Yeah, The Last Jedi is actually <laughs> not God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to go help a friend get into a room. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I swear, those of we, you who Don't worry. We, 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 did, we, we did didn't trash on Last the, Jedi um, the entire oh, what, time. What I, what, I, what I did want to say is I think fans are like, obviously, I, I mean, I like I like fan service. You know, you go into a fucking No Way Home and you see Tobey Maguire, and you're like, "That's yeah. badass." Um, you know, you watch Sebastian this. spoilers for a two month old movie that has been spoiled for everyone Fuck on man. the internet. Um, you know, <laughs> you watch the the ending of Mandalorian season two, and you're like, "Oh shit, Luke's here!" Like that's badass. Um, and you know, you see him take out dark troopers. Those dark troopers from Dark Forces. That game <laughs> I played over like, you know, two or three years ago. Um. So like it's it's cool it's cool you like seeing it and especially you know because it's a reminder that it does tie into a larger universe. But I I mean two things is that like Hayden said it can't rely on it and then B you also have to do justice to what it is mm-hmm. you're bringing right. back right if you're bringing something, something into it 
which is something I'm going to talk about when we get to the episode seven discussion, because uh, I want to talk about Kevin more, but about episode <laughs> seven, not six. Um, but before we move on to episode seven, I did want to ask um, specifically Hayden, Budrow, and I also want to hear your take. Um, mm-hmm. What you thought about the Jedi training bits? <laughs> I, I was I was a little off put by it, to be honest. It was a little. It was a little bit weird to me to see Luke um, carrying around Baby Yoda and that being the training. I, um, to be honest, I didn't put too much thought into it. I was too busy screaming mm-hmm. at my TV about it being there at all, much less what the <laughs> content of it. Um, but I, <laughs> no, I, I didn't mind it so much. I thought it was cool to see a little bit of how Luke interpreted his own training. Um, Obviously, I thought the that the decision to that they made with uh, Grogu and like the little the little uh, shirt the chain mail yeah well they they even call it a shirt in the in the thing but um, <laughs> let me just go put on my t shirt real quick the Beskar chainmail uh, shirt thing uh, I thought that was a questionable decision. Um, as far as story writing or storytelling goes, as well as in Star Wars, like as it makes like, sense to Star Wars, but yeah, I feel like this is hinting at the fact that Grogu is going to get shot at some point, and this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's going to get if like, Grogu got shot, he'd on by... the fuck up. <laughs> he is so small, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, I know, I know. Now, now he's got that best car chain mail shit. So it's like he, he yeah, might like I do it. I put that's really, facts. I really, you know they're gonna I really some Lord really of the just Rings. I want to see that be the opening of of season three is just you know like Mando gets into a fight or something. One of the thugs he's fighting gets away. <laughs> Decides you know what? Like, screw this baby and just blast him <laughs> in the like, chest. It's, a, it's, it's, like, it's like a huge death fake out. The guy, the thug gets yeah, shot, no. and then and then it's like, oh right, he has that armor on. Good thing yeah, he's safe. No, you that's, know, like, that's exactly what they're setting but, up. But I just that same just thing. for the just for that seeing you get. <laughs> bro you want to see a child get shot in the chest? yeah i was about to say i don't know Damn. if he's going to be a horrible horrible person now but you know. no i i was fully expecting don't worry sebastian you were a horrible person before thank you thank you i needed that good to know i haven't changed they were gonna do like a total lord of the rings fake out where he like gets shot or stabbed or something and it's like oh he's dying oh no he's okay is like frodo where he gets yeah right right, right. yeah Rowan, what was uh, Rowan, What was your take on the uh, the Jedi training? Oh, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was well shot, and I really enjoyed most parts of the scene, except for a very specific part of Luke's body, and that was his mouth. I think that is the only thing they have not oh, yeah. cracked yet. Um, and also the CGI voice also is weirding me out just a little I bit. Do, just, bro, I knew that that wasn't like a fucking normal voice. No, like no, no, his no. voice. His voice his sounded voice so sounded, like yeah bland. It would be it was, so easy to bring in Mark Hamill and have him do voice lines and edit that. It would have sounded much better. They, what if they oh, do? Mark they Hamill all sounds of, like he hasn't aged that much. To be fair, exactly. they could probably just raw like take his voice. <laughs> raw dog. Raw yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, Wait, but what if, probably what raw dog for... Mark Hamill's voice in the show, and it would be. What did, what did they end up doing for him? So I, what they I was did, curious. I didn't look it up. They I, took. I meant all of, to. 
they took all of Luke's dialogue from from all of, from the original trilogy, oh. fed it into an AI. The AI spit out the lines they needed for this show. It's so oh, they, the they fuck? even fucking credited Mark Hamill in the in the the end credits. Oh. It would be what did so what did they do for for his body? Was oh, it that all? It was it was it, it was just a guy, and they CGI'd Luke's face onto it. I'll bet you oh, what anything the fuck? that yeah. it would have been less expensive to get Mark Hamill to do the damn voice line. I don't, like I, I genuinely true. don't know why they didn't just go with that. Like it seems, there were, it seems like it's ten times easier. Dude, get a guy I, to do the voice. Like it's, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't understand why it's why it's easier and in their mind probably cheaper to go search the archives for every line Lucas said and piece together the dialogue you want from that. I don't understand how, why that was the better decision. I don't, but, uh, like the, but the Rowan, only thing I can... I was just going to say, Rowan, you were spot on with the mouth, too. Yeah. There were multiple spots where I was like, damn, he's talking, but the mouth didn't move <laughs> at all. Right. Like, <laughs> his, his mouth is still, and I'm hearing it Mark Hamill's voice. So yeah. gross. I did it's, not. Yeah. That was the only thing holding um, me back from 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 loving that scene. It, it, they they are close. They are really close, but they haven't fully cracked it yet. I yeah. I genuinely just think that like I mean, even if it wasn't Mark Hamill, they've had other people like voice Luke in games and shit like that. Matthew Mercer, so I, I think, did a pretty good job in, in yeah. one, one, so, one of the games. Like I don't I don't know why they couldn't just have somebody do it like it mm-hmm. like i don't i the the ai thing i mean i get the you know mark hamill is luke so like let's say hypothetically the reason that they didn't bring him back is because he didn't want to which i don't i mean he came back for the end of mandalorian season two i'd be shocked if he didn't want to like do this um only a year after or a couple months after um a year fuck fine uh, i'm it's, losing it's track of time been- it's been a solid because they they finished filming that before the pandemic, so it's been a solid yeah, like two years nice. before since, two since, years. since they filmed. It. All right, so, so you know, like I, I don't know. I I feel like I had to bring him back or bring somebody else to do it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not like Luke has a particularly difficult voice. I mean, I couldn't do it, but that's because I suck at impressions. But I guarantee you, some motherfucker <laughs> out there can do Luke Skywalker impressions. There is someone out there who can impersonate no, anyone. Yeah, yeah right? if they like, told me that Mark Hamill was unwilling to come back and do it, I would probably call them a liar. But if that were the case, Battlefront 2, I think both Battlefronts, I kind of liked Luke's voice acting in that. That was good. It's not bad. It's yeah, like, it's, right. it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. Is like people, have good people can voice, voice him. I don't it's understand not, why. It's not like this is one of those voices that only one specific human being can do. You know, like it's it's a... Like, I'm not to call out Mark Hamill or anything. I fucking love his performance. I wouldn't change Luke for anything. But, like, you know, it's, it's just like it's a it's kind of normal default voice. I don't Be see careful, why they man. can't get somebody else don't, to do it. Don't start beef with Mark Hamill. He might, he might respond. <laughs> Bro, if Mark Hamill wants to respond, he's going to me, start like, swinging. Highlight of uh, 20 years of my life. Um, <laughs> Even if he quick. does. <laughs> Mark Hamill, please reach out to me. I don't care if it's <laughs> negative. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's that's my two cents. And uh, yep. 
Shall we go on to, to the final episode? Yeah, well, so so I, I do have one I do have one more question about oh, episode man. six. What did you guys think about Cobb Vance's return? Oh, he's uh, not dead. Yeah, no, 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 he, no, no. You you see him you see him at the he was at the back uh, to take credit scene, credit scene of, of, of episode. Seven. Oh, you, you actually saw, I didn't make it that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I always stick around just for the concept art and the fucking banger soundtrack. The soundtrack. I, like that I, theme, so good. That theme does not get old. It no, does the, not get old. The highlight dude, of every episode is the credits, and that's not anything I guess. <laughs> just... I love the show, especially when it ends. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, it's not anything against the show, but it has such great credits. Like I'm trying to th- like, oh my gosh, best outro since uh, Mosaic I, Pieces from Code Geass. I thought it was a Ooh. little. Well, I know this is technically from. I think it's from episode seven. But while we're on the subject of the 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 credits the music, credits. they changed it for the last episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boba Fett, and I didn't like that. Boba no, I, it was it was it was much better before. <laughs> I thought that was I, I super know, cheesy. The, the the original was so much better. And then all of a sudden, you hear it. Like, yeah, oh, they're they're just repeating Boba Fett. I liked it when it sounded like someone getting punched in the stomach, uh, uh, not when they're saying Boba Fett. Uh, uh, kind uh, of a... getting punched in the stomach. That's yeah, great. Like, I never thought of it that way. That's really dude, it totally does. <laughs> I don't know. What? It reminds it, like that's what it. That's what it, sounds it reminds like. every, every time I listen to that now, that's gonna be in my head. That's so it reminds me of a. I don't know when when I when I heard the the last episode's end credit scene, all I could think of was um whenever whenever I sing under pressure, I like there's this one part <laughs> where it goes like Tumba Buffett, and I always just go Tumba Buffett. Um, fun fun little and, tidbit about how I sing under pressure right there. Um, but yeah, that, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, what a great segue to episode seven. <laughs> complete um, silence. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, goddamn, I was hoping somebody would say something. <laughs> um, I gotta say, the thing, the thing that I want to bring up the most about this is just there's this one scene where the cyborg um, with the eye patch thing. Oh, are you gonna say what I think you're gonna say? Like, he, yeah, he's he's facing the enemy, right? And then he's like, "All right, let me get my gun out, do a little spin real quick, so I'm facing the same direction I was before, and then start shooting." Like, no, sh- fuck. <laughs> like, you watch it. He's got he's got fucking Chrysanthem. Um, that is his name. Yeah, like on his arm, and he, he slides out under him. Grabs his gun, oh, yeah, does a little spin. Spins. Oh my god, just I just aim his about gun that. right where it was before. And I rewinded that three times just so I could make sure I saw that right. I was like, <laughs> What the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> Dude, um, I I think those were the, the those characters, um, the mods. I was I think those were the biggest disappointment of the entire show, to be honest. I, I was I was mad about the I was mad about the Mandalorian episodes, but I could get over them because they were pretty good as far as Mandalorian episodes go. The mods just like every time I saw them, I just felt kind of I don't even know how to describe it. I guess just let down like the, the low speed chase 
and the cringy dialogue, the back talking to Boba Fett and getting away with it. I just don't like <laughs> any of them for any reason, especially the the snarky, uh, the snarky like the head of the game. Yeah, yeah, I don't like her at all. She annoys the hell out of me. And then there's only one other that is like a consistent character and the rest could just be literally anyone you know nothing about them. <laughs> that's it. I, I, I will admit I like the one that had the eye thing, but I, 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 thought, I thought he was kind of neat, despite despite his fucking ridiculous ass spin. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought he was all right. Um, but I, I did not like the leader very much either. I don't know. Just... I was also confused. He got uh he got wall hacks once in this episode, but like if if you're gonna open up that can of worms as an ability for him to have, why didn't he use that more at all? I don't understand. Is it is it like a, a limited time? Is it like a video game thing? It's on a recharge timer. I don't I understand why. I think those characters a... are designed specifically for for visual plot convenience. For oh. as plot convenience. Cru- yeah, a crush <laughs> to the plot. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know if, if they're designed for that, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're just they're they're as consistent as they need to be. Um, <laughs> hold on. Um, but yeah. So uh, I I will admit I thought that there was this one scene that I thought was ridiculous as all hell. Just while I'm picking out specific scenes, I thought were ridiculous, um, where Boba and the Mandalorian go out and like they try to pretend like they're doing this big last stand, and then each of them just tanks thirty yeah, they, shots. They just get and shot I'm like, I'm supposed times. to think that they're doing a last stand here when each of them is taken enough to like try like take out a 30 rhinoceroses um so you know yeah i, I don't know that that's like my other yeah. nitpick there i was um, i was annoyed by that too the fact that they're wearing what we have previously established in now two separate shows to be bulletproof armor that they use as a body shield and the fact that they didn't like abuse the fuck out of that for the entire show like we saw it as a last stand thing and like they were they were acting like it was going to be the end and right mm-hmm. i'm thinking why not just walk out there and start firing right up? and just start blasting yeah, right? Right? Like, it like, might I like wanna... dent the armor at most right like I, if yeah, that. I, I just want to see this be like why why not just go full into it if you're going to if you're going to bring in a character who's bulletproof just Go right, for you it. have like, to, yeah. Like, you, don't let's not beat around the bush anymore and pretend that he isn't. Um, well, so that either, was either start bringing in new challenges that would be, you know, dangerous to a bulletproof man, yeah, or just make him a badass and like have him take out everything. <laughs> like, I don't know, fucking one punch man. That's I what know. I was worried about when they introduced it in The Mandalorian is that as soon as you open. As soon as you make set that as the possibility, like they're bulletproof, they can't get shot and die. Now you mm. have to either step up the villains or like you have a mm. choice. You either step up the villains to match the like to bring the threat level up to their level of plot armor, literally, or <laughs> you uh you cheat and just forget that they're bulletproof sometimes. And that's what they did here. And that that irked me because 
you, you can't you can't say that someone's bulletproof and then also have tension manufactured around their final stand. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. They're they're just not nothing's gonna happen. Like, when it, whenever I see the the Mandalorian get into a blaster fight, it's like the same kind of thing that I see when I fucking watch Saitama get into a fight in one punch, man. It's like, hey, well, he's not gonna die. There's no chance of him losing. There's no like like he, he's in here and he's gonna wipe the floor with everyone here. That's how this works. You know? Right. Um, and that's why I was annoyed that we didn't even get that from Boba Fett. He wasn't a badass who kicked everyone's ass and, got and shot like no 40 times from anyone. Man, yeah. Man would have died. He was <laughs> fine. He, he was fine in all the in all, all the situations, but it didn't I don't I don't even remember where I was gonna go with that. I just Oh, whatever. I thought Sorry. I thought that the I thought that the design for the Droidica 2.0 was like kind of the neat. uh the, um, the scorpion weak. droids or something. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of like a neat little little design. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, can, <coughs> can we talk about the villains for a second? The pikes, and I yeah. guess the rest of the Tatooine crime families. I personally was not satisfied by by right? that whole plot. Line. No, Boba should have gone in there and killed them. Yeah, I agree. First, yeah, first off, like I think it's kind of telling that the, in the show, like about Boba Fett, um, he's not even the one who ends up killing the main villain in the end. I feel like that kind of sums up uh, the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else was I going to say? The, the villain situation in the show, I think is probably the most poorly handled thing um because you, they introduced the these two huts at the beginning and they're like all right well these are going to be you know fighting for power with boba fett and then literally the next episode they're like all right well these guys are out of the way but the pikes now the pikes are here right. and like the head the the pike guy in charge of all this shows up like I, I literally forget, forgot what he looked like until the last episode, and I don't know if that's because they, they never showed him, or just because he only showed up for so little, I forgot about him. Um, and so you know, like he shows up, and then there are the crime families that get brought up, like twice, um, and you know, no personality is given to any of them. No personality is given to the Pike guy. So they bring in Boba, not Boba Fett, Cad Bane in the second to last episode at the very end to kind of like let him be the the bad guy with personality, you know, like kind of not, not the main antagonist, but, you know, the like, like the, the mm-hmm. most interesting antagonist, the most compelling antagonist. Um, and which is why... Like, I love Cad Bane. I just don't think that this show did him justice. And that's what I wanted to talk about earlier. See, um, he was one of those surprise things. Like, like, like exactly. he was one of the intentionally kept secrets that I think works well in theory. But when you're working with characters that are so beloved like these ones are, you really have to do them justice. And you can only do that to a certain extent when you're keeping them completely secret. Exactly. And I was, and I was fine with him just showing up in the second or last episode because I thought like, you know, I mentioned this, I thought he was just there like as a message deliver guy. Um, and then he becomes like the main antagonist of the last episode. And I, I wrote a whole rant, uh, like a mini rant to Hayden. Mm-hmm. Um, or 
like the other day because I, I wanted I wanted to, to discuss it first uh, with you here, Rowan, so that you and I could get each other's genuine reactions. But I was like, all right, I'll, so I'll tell this to Hayden because I got to talk to somebody. Um, and I was like, I'm kind of upset. You know, I'm going to go into the duel that he had with Boba Fett. Um, and I was like, I'm kind of upset they died just because they wanted to throw him in at the the 11th hour just for like that name recognition surprise thing. Um, and on a side note, I definitely called that he was going to do the duel with Boba Fett. That was going to mm-hmm. be how he originally died in the Clone Wars mm-hmm. season yep. seven. Um, so I was like, the duel happened. So I guess if he had to go out, uh, it should have been like that. But I wish that they'd either built him up more in this show instead of just throwing him in as the bad guy in the last minute of the penultimate episode. But, you know, like I wish that they'd either built him up more or that they kept him alive you know like had like yeah. build him up in the future maybe like but instead they just threw him in had him yeah. be a bad guy That's here's the thing here's the thing and then just if just they, one yeah just one more thing um and then watching that duel was so like i mean i was excited because i was like okay it's the boba fett cad bane duel i know i was gonna go down but like I, I I was so excited when I saw it, and I don't know the way they portrayed. It, I feel like Cad Bane totally should have fucking won it. Um, I'm a little biased, obviously, but like <laughs> this is also an issue that I have with going back Boba Fett and Mandalorian being literal bullet sponges who just tank every shot. You know, like I mean, of course Boba Fett's not gonna die in a duel because. It, literally can't kill him cad bane did everything right and died anyway and that's not a satisfying way for such a character to go out mm-hmm. yeah that's also, my that's my mini rant oh. i also felt like it didn't really make a lot of sense in the un- like they were they were playing up this whole thing where he's like oh you don't don't try it you know i'm faster than you and you know all this like i'm 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 the better hunter i'm the better fighter and Boba tried tried to shoot him and got his ass kicked. He got shot once and went down like a bag of potatoes. Like, not really sure why that is. We just saw him take 50 blaster rounds to the <laughs> face literally two scenes earlier, and he was still up and fighting. But, but that's cool. So anyway, Boba Fett goes down, and Cad Bane's standing over him. He's about to kill him. And suddenly Cad Bane's skill and expertise just disappears. And now he can't hit a single fucking shot as Boba Fett just rolls away and sweeps his legs out from under him with a, he has time to roll out of the, like out of his line of sight, pull a stick off of his back and then run back over to him and pull his legs out from under him. And in, at no point in that fight could Cad Bane supposedly the best bounty hunter, still the best bounty hunter in the galaxy recover to kill like i don't that that just irks me they they didn't they didn't set up any reason for us to believe that he would be getting weaker in his old age or anything they introduced him as the like the primary villain for us to focus on just so they could have that ending but they didn't they didn't give us any any backstory for him but they they also set him up as this invincible as this invincible fucking guy until the plot needed him to die. And then suddenly it was like, Oh, well, yeah, no, say goodbye to Cad Bane. You won't be seeing him again. That, that was the other thing I want to mention. The, the You said the word backstory and it triggered something in my mind. Um, is that I wish like, I like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that these surprise reveals are bad. 
Um, I think that they have a lot of potential. Like, like I said, I wasn't necessarily disappointed when I first saw Cadman. Um, I was like, you know, I got excited. I was like, there he is. Um, but I, th- I wish that we could see, like, even if it's a flashback or something, I wish that we could see how they ended up there so that they don't just just introduce like they're yeah. so, they, so that the character doesn't just look like it's there because oh it would be cool to have him there. Yeah, um, no, that's because that's don't get exactly me wrong, cool to have him there. Yes, it is. Um but I wish I knew why so that everything could like fall in place. I mean, I get it. It's been right. If you're going to saw Cad Bane. So there's like a million different possibilities and I'm sure that he has a reason. I just want to see it. That's all. If you're going (laughs) to expect me to buy into the fact that everything should be able to blend together, then make it blend together tell these, like, give me some context for why this guy's here. Don't, like that's if you're gonna say that oh well we can we can go mix this show in because they're basically the same thing and it's all Star Wars it's all it's all gonna make sense then we should have some some uh some consistency there and have people if you're just gonna introduce people say oh yeah well they were show the story of him being hired and like him realizing that Boba Fett's or I don't know something on like along those lines that Boba Fett's the issue and he's like well I got an old grudge to settle and then that's some some fucking shit yeah. there anyway so that is yeah those, those are all my thoughts on the, the Cad Bane issue here the way I, I just, see it he yeah. um, I do agree that they completely underused him here um, and and it, it's all in favor of that whole like of, of the surprise factor mm-hmm. but um, also I think one of the biggest benefits of not making that Clone Wars, um, that abandoned Clone Wars story canon and making him die here instead is that now we have 30 years of untapped Cad Bane stories that I do believe we will be seeing a lot more of in in the future based on how, you know, I mean, it it was divided here, but I feel like there is a universal love for the character, just not for how the character was used in. No, I I, I wholeheartedly agree. And that that was one of my first thoughts is that, oh shit, this means he's like, this means he's been alive since, you know, he's, he's alive until past the the fall of the empire. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought of that same thing. I was like, there's so much potential for seeing him and other things now that now that we know he lives uh, up to it. I was point. also but, wondering, do sorry, were you going to say more? Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, I, I was just going to say, and but I was feeling like you know that I, I don't think that they necessarily scrap the idea of the duelies. I think that that's the whole reason he shows up here is to sort of like bring it back to that duel. Um, I just you know, I don't know. I, I just wish that the duel had been a little better. I guess is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, on the note of introducing a whole shitload of Cad Bane content, potentially, do we, how do we, what are we thinking? Like, so you see him get stabbed and he goes down, but then there's that scene where it's like zooming in on him with like the lights still blinking and it's kind of like a reminiscent of a heartbeat. Is there any chance that he's still alive? Cause that's kind of, I was kind of thinking like, oh, great. Because normally that type of shot means that like, oh, something's going to happen. They're going to come back to life. You don't show the guy after he's dead. Star Wars, I guess, has never 
showed the person's body after like focused on someone's body after they're dead if they're not going to be brought back later on at some think, point so i'm I wondering because he's such an iconic character and that's why i i, I feel you think like that was for closure like they settled on it for the express purpose of telling us that he is really dead but also saying mm-hmm. this character still exists and we're going to see him again at some point and i i think yeah. i mean i i do i do think that the other thing to consider Aiden, is that like i don't know i mean i i feel what is this technically classified? Is this a uh, directing or a cinematography? Like, what is? This? What, what, what's the Rowan? What's the? Would would that shot like? Would that go under directing or cinematography or what? Wh- um, which shot of of dead? The, like the, the idea the idea of panning over a dead dead. Oh, right. dead that that would be a writing. You, right? you could argue it for both, but it would probably be cinematography. So all right. So I, I mean, I think that the other thing is this franchise has like a million different cinematographers, and so mm-hmm. each one is probably going to do their own like thing. Yeah. So even if there are, so even if there are like consistent things so far, I mean, at the very least, up until two thousand, what is it, thirteen, two thousand twelve, whenever the fuck. Um, like, you know, there, there were things that were consistent before when Lucas was in charge of most things, but I feel like now, yeah, I guess with different the, the rules, the rules yeah. might be changing. Um, yeah, I guess my chief concern was that Disney's track record is one of not being able to make those big decisions, you know, like they blew mm-hmm. up Chewbacca only to say surprises in another one, they threw Kylo True, Ren off I a called, cliff, I called that only to say, honest. oh, look, he's somehow fucking fine. Uh, Palpatine got brought back despite being thrown off a cliff. Somehow, like they can't. They, they, like they all of all of your gripes are from one movie. <laughs> they've, uh, so they are, huh? Um, almost as if it's we can all agree on Rise of Skywalker. We can be all agree on Rise of Skywalker. No, I just feel like they haven't. Even in the other movies, they didn't make any like major major decisions for. Like oh, this main character fucking dies. Han Solo. Like, like they had the opportunity to kill. Yeah, that's because Harrison Ford flat out said, "I'm <laughs> not doing any more of these." Luke. They yeah, he's now back as a ghost and he's talking to Ray. They didn't let him actually die, and you know what? He's gonna be back more content. Like it's so. Fair enough. It's it's I don't know. It's indicative of something that happens with Disney. Uh, Disney has done in the past and I was my chief concern was that they're going to try and pull that shit here where it right. doesn't belong well, I, I think I don't know I, I think like, what Ron said is definitely true is that now if they do want to bring him back they now have 30 fucking years to play with um, I guess so, yeah, I mean, Cad Bane if they, if, yeah so like if they see a demand for that or if they think that they're gonna make fucking bank off of it I think that they will definitely go that route I just think that if they were to do it after that and bring him back from the dead I mean it would just be kind of silly when you have just now established this after the character has such a long blank period that you could literally do anything with them making the ba- making bank off of something shouldn't be the motivator for, I, for it, it is, though, and i don't think that we're talking about the, disney here though i know that's yeah, my that's my ultimate 
gripe here is that it's yeah. Disney and they fucking suck because they're money money grubbers. Yeah, money um, grubbers. I was gonna yeah. Um but yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I just, I just figured I'd throw that out there because normally, like, you don't see a shot like that if the character is fucking. And they're like, yeah, he's gone, and they're like, oh, let's just make sure we know he's gone. Yep, he's gone. I guess we'll have to see. Um, yeah, I guess we. Excuse will. me. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, in terms of. The finale in general, um, it was basically one big, there was the lead up to the battle and then the actual battle. What did you guys think of the thing of the battle, especially when the fucking Rancor showed up? Dude, I thought that was the I, best part of the entire fucking show. That was, <laughs> that was like, that was not only so cool, but I was like, holy shit. Could you imagine I, being one of those guys as that? Like, it's, it's a, it's a fucking thing the size of a building just going ape shit on you just smashing people <laughs> did, did you see the guy that boba fett shot and it threw him out of the city like that yeah. guy got that guy got evaporated he's in outer space right now you imagine being one of the fucking dudes to watch that happen it dude. bites the head off of one of your friends and then just yeets the other dude into the next solar system and then the droid that's supposed to be your ace in the hole, it pounds it so hard that its shields break. And then it like execution style Palpatine do it Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah. finishers the fucking thing. Like, Jesus. No, I agree. I agree. I, I so thought that he was just going to come back in the Slave 1 and fucking just shoot yeah, at them that, from yeah, above. Like, that, that's where I thought this was going. Um just because I totally forgot that he had a fucking <laughs> rancor, but then all of a sudden you see him coming out from that. Right, I'm so like, oh, clock. he's riding that damned yeah. thing, baby. Um, and then you see him, and he is in fact riding the rancor. It reminds me of something like out of Lord of the Rings or some mm-hmm. shit. It was um, awesome. It reminds me of a uh, Shadow of War. Um, mm, and it was, yeah. it's, it was just. It was just so badass. It was so bad. That was yeah. a that was a cool scene. That was a cool I, scene. I, I, I uh I was talking to one of my friends and Sebastian friends. I was talking to Kenny while I was watching it, and I, I told him I'm if if anything happens to the Rancor, I'm straight up canceling my Disney Plus membership <laughs> and not watching any more Star Wars content on that. Like I'm done. I'm done with Disney Plus. If this if they kill off this motherfucking Rancor. But uh, fortunately, he just took a nap with Baby Yoda. Um, yeah, we were good. Uh, Disney continued <laughs> to take my money. But the the amount of times you threatened to cancel your Disney Plus subscription, I'm shocked you still have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, it's it's usually like the things that they would never actually do. Yeah. No, I get to cancel it over. It's it's like if they. Fucking, I don't know. If they do some bullshit, I'm gonna cancel it. And they're like, "We're gonna do this bullshit." Just kidding. That's too major of a plot decision for us to make. We're not gonna do that bullshit. Don't cancel it. We want your seven dollars a month. I think they upped it, didn't they? To like eight or nine? Did they up it again? I mooch off my brother. Who cares? Yeah, I haven't. I have an annual subscription, which I think they didn't change. But I was, I was pissed though when they upped it from like six dollars to 
fucking seven just because they know that people are still going to pay for it. It's like what? Net, it, it's a, it's like that meme with Thanos and the Infinity Stones and each of the Infinity Stones is like Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Disney Plus. <laughs> and then you see the power coursing through Thanos and it's just the price of cable. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know what? You remember what Netflix has made? Selling boys, it was, you know, seven bucks a month and that beats cable. Yeah, well, Right now, now no, it's the it most expensive uh, streaming service. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. You, well, you don't beat Hulu. You don't beat Disney. You don't beat HBO. Side note: Fuck Hulu. What kind of streaming service would have pay-to-win streaming on your pay-to-win? <laughs> like, how are you gonna how are you gonna charge me monthly for your streaming service and say that I need a premium subscription? for half of the content on your like paid streaming service what the hell is that if i'm paying for it i either get everything or nothing i could i could i i I could explain it but i feel like no no yeah there's no explaining that's gonna no corporate like 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 money motivated (laughs) explanation is gonna satisfy you no not at all you're spot on yeah, it's all just to make fucking money. You know, it's just like I don't know. It right. sucks. That's what yo ho yo ho. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Right. So, uh, um, any other, uh, any other uh, wonderful thoughts? On? Any? Uh, so, I have some some smaller notes for um for episode right ahead. seven. Um, first of all, the scene where Grogu, I'll, I'll call him Baby Yoda for Hayden's sake, where, where Baby Yoda um, calms the Rancor, we get a lot of close-ups of, of the Baby Yoda puppet. It is incredible how realistic and how detailed that thing is. It blew my mind every single time they zoomed in. And I, I really wonder, I don't know if, if, if you guys knew, but this is one of my favorite Lord, Lord of the Rings facts. For the close-ups of the ring, they made a giant ring that, that, that they used <laughs> because, because like that was the only way that you could see all of the detail that they wanted you to see. I wonder if they made a larger Grogu puppet. You think they made a giant, like a five or six foot tall Grogu? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe not that tall, but I wouldn't be surprised. Nightmare fuel, dude. That's so horrifying. I'm I'm not shocked, dude. That thing is making like half of Disney's fucking income right now. Yeah, Yeah, no. I like I I. I don't know. You you may definitely be right on the the larger scale, more detailed thing, um, but I also wouldn't be terribly surprised if their normal puppet is just that detailed. Because a the fucking budget for these shows, b like the more detailed and cuter you make it look, the more merchandise you can sell. That that's money that makes itself once you exactly. spend it. That's true. Um, so. We're going real anti-capitalist this episode. <laughs> yeah, Disney, <laughs> Disney is never going to. Sponsor I'm not us. anti-capitalist. I'm just anti-fucking Disney. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm anti-big corporation. Um, 
Um, I also want to say at the end of episode seven, when Fennec um, goes in, sort of goes in guerrilla style and, and executes everyone, I, my jaw dropped when she hung, like, like when she literally hanged the mayor, she like, she like garroted him and lifted him up and then his neck snaps. And I was like, I, I legitimately did not expect it to go there, but I thought it was, it was really darkly hilarious Dude, how, how she did that. It was, like some it was funny, but I saw this. the cable and I was like, oh sick boba fett's gonna go strangle all of them because that's like that's the that's the thing right Django fett had that cable boba fett has it too i was like cool boba fett's gonna kill them all and then it was fucking fennec shan why honestly i'm not gonna lie i think if we were to cut out the flashbacks i I legitimately think she may have done more than boba fett over the course of this series um yeah that's facts yeah, I mean, she was the one handling, you know, the business and like, the whole thing. yeah, yeah. She she was like, all right, here's what you should do. Like, it it'll like, felt like one of those things where you have the, I don't know, like what's the term I'm looking for? You have like you know, the lady looking after some like old dude who's like, oh, you know, I I know how to do all this, and she's like, sure, you do, Grandpa. Here's how you do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Not not exactly like that, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, oh man, what, what, what was I going to say here? Um, I don't remember. Spin someone else, someone else is, is, oh, right. I, <laughs> this is, this wasn't what I was going to say, but I want to vamp on that for a second. I saw <laughs> a tweet where, where, where they showed that and, and the, the, the text was, uh, never let Robert Rodriguez direct anything Star Wars related again. And then someone quoted the tweet with um, a video from A New Hope where Obi-Wan, when he's fighting with Vader, spins too. He does almost the same thing. And they said, never let George Lucas direct anything Star Wars related again. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Obi-Wan does that. But it's like, it's not, they don't make a big deal of it. He just sort of does it in the background of, of the It fight. also does I, th- I think it, I could be totally wrong, and maybe I'm just misremembering it. But I think this one happens in like slow motion or some shit. Um, but like I said, I could I could totally be wrong on that. Don't quote me. Um, and it, but anyway, yeah. Also, it's just like I don't I don't know. It's it, you, a sword fight is different because it's you know you have to be more more dramatic, more theatrical exactly. with a sword fight. Like it's by nature, by I nature, a sword it. fight is just more theatrical than taking out a gun and shooting You're somebody. Spinning to keep momentum or something. I don't know. There's some bullshit that could be made up for that. That was great for the uh, for the audio listener, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they couldn't see me like attempt to rotate and spin. Up. I can't rotate because I got my earbuds in, so it's just like I can only go so hey, far before it pulls out. my phone. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like fucking Fennec did to the Pike dude. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. It'll make for great clickbait. Sebastian dies live Sebastian on podcast. Hangs himself. <laughs> 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 um, Man yeah. kills himself. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I guess uh, if no one else has any notes for the finale, we can sort of briefly uh, give our our sort of overall review for the show as a whole. Sounds good. Yeah, Sounds good. Um, Hayden, let's uh, let's 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 start with you. Your overall uh, review of the Book of Boba Fett. I uh, 
I had a tough time in general with the entire concept of the show. I, I thought it was, it was good. I, I didn't mind it. I enjoyed watching it. Um, but I, I struggled with the concept of a, uh, of a spinoff show for a character whose entire cool factor revolves around nothing being known about him. Um, and I do find myself a little bit less interested in Boba Fett um, after this show. But that being said, uh, it was it was cool. I didn't hate watching it um, for the most part. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my overall take on it. Hmm. For me, from, I don't know. It's like kind of weird. Um, it's like there, there are a couple of things that really stand out to me. Uh, that just weren't done very well. Specifically, Cad Bane just really bothers me the way they handled him. Um, but I already talked enough about that. Uh, so I don't know. Like it, it just I uh, when I when I saw episode five of the show, part of me was like, "Damn, I kind of missed the Mandalorian." It made me realize that the Mandalorian's a little bit better. <laughs> than this. Uh, and I was like, I, "I'm kind of waiting for season three now." Um, but I don't, I, I don't think it was a bad show. Um, I just feel like it could have been better about the setup and payoff in general. Um, you know, just, but aside from that, I guess it was, you know, it's like a little fucking, there, there was less crime involved than I was hoping for. Um, right. That's, that's another thing I want. I remember going into this, I was like really hoping for like, organized crime like mafia style shit right you know like i, I wanted to see i knew i knew this was never gonna happen but i wanted to see boba fett like kick some dude's teeth in you know like <laughs> um you know just like because he he said something that slightly disrespected him you know he's like oh what did you say about me and then you know um right but I knew that that was never going to happen. That's an unrealistic expectation, so I don't hold that against the show because that's not what it was setting out to do. Um, so, you know, I enjoyed the show. Right, It was fun. It's, it's sort of positioned it's itself early on as like a, you know, sort of like a godfather type thing with him assembling all of all of the crime families. And right, like know, that was... Positioning was himself like as the new guy. In the trailer. Yeah, that was a right. key scene in the trailer and that like that it was definitely a little misleading. Um, the trailer was and, really for episode one and that was it. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I, I, yeah, you know, like I, I was expecting more crime politics. You know, somebody who had just finished The Sopranos, like wanted more um, right <laughs> but right. that's just me wanting more sopranos and you know projecting that onto other shows <laughs> yeah you know i could i could see what it was setting out to do i l like you guys i wasn't a big fan of the um you know sort of boba being made more of a hero i just it, it it feels sort of like betraying the character and while i think i can definitely see what they were setting out to do but i just think that it was it it, it, it wasn't the best choice 
um, especially for Boba specifically, um, because you know we already did that with the the Mandalorian. We are li- li- like like we literally did that in seasons one and two. Granted, it was with different means. The Mandalorian was through taking care of Baby Yoda, but and 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 with Boba, it's just I don't really know. I I, I guess with the Tuscan Raiders, was uh, yeah, I would say uh, yeah, I would say the flashbacks were kind of the yeah. show that. Uh, which I will say, I think that the flashbacks were. Not to cut you off wrong, but I do think yeah, that that flashbacks it. were kind of like the highlights of the show. Yeah, you I ask me. Really, really like the flashbacks. Um, yeah, that's in my opinion. I, I I thought the flashbacks were like the most well done thing about the show. Um, yeah, so. um, you know, it was. I have a positive opinion about it overall, not only because of what I said about loving Star Wars and loving anything they'll put out. Mm-hmm. Don't put words in my mouth, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but just. I can recognize what they set out to do, and I th- I'm I'm going to view this as the interlude to Mandalorian season two and three because by for all intents and purposes that's really what it is. And if I look at that, I find I have a more positive opinion about it overall because it's you know Boba Fett is technically the main character, but it's more of a Star Wars ensemble show. You know, just just about the world of. The Mandalorian is sort of contextualizing it in uh, where it is in the Star Wars universe around this time, and this is going to be, you know, the the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, uh, Ahsoka. I'm I'm sure these are going to be, you know, our our go tos for this 30 year period after Return of the Jedi and before Force Awakens. They are clearly establishing, you know, th- th- this is what we want you to focus on in canon. Luke starting to build his Jedi temple, uh, you know. Um, the Mandalorian, I'm sure we'll start to see, uh, as, as long as these shows start to go on, I'm sure we'll start to see the rise of the First Order and and and, and such. And I think that there's, you know, there, there's a lot of untapped potential. And this is them sort of starting off by saying that, you know, th- this is what we could do. Uh, and anything can really happen going forward. Even a show that's about a character may not even be entirely about a character. And yes, I realize how expensive these shows are. Give them more episodes. This show could easily, same with the Marvel shows, these they could easily use more episodes to tell their story. It's either like it's 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 usually too much or not enough. And you know, honestly, I think if I think the show could have benefited from a couple more episodes, if only just to focus specifically on Boba and his character evolution instead of you know just just showing us the highlights. But I don't know. Uh, I I think I have a pos- more positive opinion about it than 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 you, Hayden. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was you know, it's Star Wars. It's like I think this might be we're discounting Resistance here. I think this may be the least good Star Wars show. That's really not saying much because like everything Star Wars is is, is great on the very on, on like from at least the very basic level that it is Star Wars again discounting Resistance here, um, so you know uh, we're also going to subtract the holiday special from this, but that's great in its own way. Um, so uh, yeah, give me two hours of my life back. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I can make you watch it again, Sebastian. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, but anyway, oh man, I, I I get where you're coming from. It's yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just wish I'd be warned if they're going to do that. Like. Right. It, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I would say that yeah. that's probably the maybe the biggest issue with this show is a little bit of, of false advertising and well, not the biggest issue, but uh, you know, 
one of them, I'll say. Uh, it's like, you know, you're expecting more Boba Fett than there actually is. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's really where, where the, you know, quote unquote controversy came from. It's, it's, it's just the fact that Boba was sidelined for about half of his own show, um, which is, you know, which is un, 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 unfortunate, but, you know, maybe they were trying to do a thing where they, where they keep within the mystery of, of, of Boba, but then the scenes that he is in, they are trying to characterize him a little bit too much. So there's really no in between there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's, that, that's the book of Boba Fett. Who knows if we're getting a season two, I think, enough people watch this enough people are going to watch every star wars or marvel thing but i think enough people watch this that um the character of boba fett is going to be not entirely gone i honestly think he works best as, as a supporting character after this i 100 uh, agree, I 100% agree. Yeah. I, like boba fett is at his best when right like may, maybe not so much when he's not front and center but when he's if he is front and center only for like a short period of time like mm-hmm. i think the mandalorian season two handled him excellently Right. Um, I kind of felt that way about Boba Fett the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, in the last couple episodes, he is a side character. And that's why I, not only because of the whole Mandalorian thing, I think that's why I enjoyed those episodes um, a little bit more. But then the finale, I think the finale was probably my favorite episode just because it improved on the action from the first half of the season so much. But yeah, I don't know. Um, mm. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Them really, I think. Uh, I think we, yeah, I think, I think that's pretty. This is like an, an hour long. I, this I is the longest uh, episode about any of the Disney Plus shows I think that we've ever done. And I, think, I was about to say, like, I right. was expecting this to be 20 minutes, half an hour. I'm not disappointed or like, I've, I've exactly. enjoyed this. Yeah. I think we've had good conversation here. Um, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I was a little shocked. I, I, I'm looking at the time right now. It's 8.39. We started like 7.30. Um, yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Um, so Hayden, I want to thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure yeah. we'll be back. Thanks for having me. Um, we'll have you again for Kenobi. Woo! Let's go. Um, but yeah, so we have, so we're still on our, um, every other week schedule. We'll probably be back to once a week. I think Kenobi will probably be a good place to usher in our, 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 our once a week schedule once again, but weekly we'll, review of every episode. I exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but for now we have a, uh, we have a little fun game coming up next week and we'll, um, we'll, 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 we'll tide you and we'll tide ourselves over until, until Kenobi starts. Um, but uh, yeah, so for Across the Stars, my name is Rowan Wood. And I'm Sebastian Rickerhoff. Oh, <laughs> Bro! <laughs> we were so close! Uh, you were almost Zone there. out for not even an entire second. <laughs> Come on, right, man. Do, do, you want, do you want to say your name now, Hayden? So my funny. name is Hayden fucking Kincaid. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and this is across the stars we will be back in two weeks with a brand new episode thank you for joining in we'll see you then